Welcome to the Robotics Through Science Fiction podcast. I'm Dr. Robin Murphy, and in this episode, we'll review Apple TV's new series, Foundation. It's based on the books by Isaac Asimov, who created the three laws of robotics. So Apple TV has finally bought Foundation to the screen. It's a big budget, visually lush series. It's pretty good, as long as you don't think of it as Asimov's Foundation, and definitely not as Asimov's robot books. The original Foundation series started as a trilogy. It was written in 1942 to 1950, and then later Asimov reconned them into a series called uh, Foundation, Foundation and Empire, and Second Foundation. And that trilogy became an ageless classic. It's sort of the science fiction equivalent of Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. It's really stood the test of time. Then in 1981, Asimov began merging his iRobot series universe with the Foundation universe and started popping in prequels and sequels and possibly to make his universe more attractive to Hollywood. Remember, Star Wars had that big hit in the 1970s and, and they saw a big market for franchisable epics. Money talks. So you know how The Expanse does a fantastic job of story arcs and maintaining consistencies? Like the authors knew where they were going and what the main plot lines were and that anything that didn't quite fit the main story arc, they, they pull it over into a separate tie-in novella. That's not Foundation. The Foundation books are a patchwork quilt. It's like Star Wars, an outstanding, enjoyable patchwork quilt, but a patchwork quilt nonetheless. Anyway, the franchise deal never came through, and Hollywood has been struggling with Foundation to get it made since the 1990s, and finally, Apple has got it to the screen. So what's Foundation about? The book's foundation is about the need to mitigate the end of the galactic empire, that there's going to be a, a dark ages, that if it's done right with psychohistory, uh, using scientific principles, it'll only be on the order of a thousand years, not 30,000 years long. On TV, the foundation series is about special effects. And the director is determined to make you see and appreciate those special effects. There are sweeping views of planets, beautiful skies with lots of rings and moons, complex spaceships, water worlds where lovely young women swim about athletically, and shots held way too long. The foundation is also about Lee Pace's magnificent cheekbones and pecs, and I certainly enjoy them, especially when he had to hike about in a loincloth. Now, when he first appears as Emperor Cleon, it's like he's Ronan from Guardians of the Galaxy, including that short-sleeved dress, you know, that kind of ceremonial costume, just without that black streak makeup. Um, in fact, there's a lot of things about Foundation that seems to constantly trigger this whole, didn't I see that in this other movie? Anyway, Fortunately, the screenplay gives him a bit more of a speaking role than Guardians of the Galaxy, and it turns out that Peyus can actually act. And no, I didn't watch Halton Catch Fire. But enough about Lee Pace. What about robots? Well, there's only one robot in the series, and she is one of the main characters with a significant role. 
There's only one robot in the series in the future because, like Dune, robots and sentient AI have been forbidden by society. So Emperor Cleon sneakily gets to keep Demersal, who everyone thinks is his flesh and blood majordomo. Now in the books, Demersal plays an important plot device. He's actually what is tying in Asimov's two series, the Empire series, which was set in the far future, and the robot stories, which was set in a nearer future, and to make that that huge, more franchisable universe. And to do this, Asimov applied that recon tool once more with failing and incorporated the robot universe by introducing the zeroth law of robotics. To recap, originally there were three laws of robotics. The first law was a robot may not injure a human being or through an action allow a human being to come to harm. The second law, a robot must obey the orders given to it by human beings except when such orders would conflict with the first law. And then the third law was a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second laws. A lot of non-roboticists discuss implementing three laws in real-world robots, but uh, roboticists know that won't work. The, the laws were intentionally designed to sound good, but lead to contradictions, which uh, Asimov used to generate something like 37 stories and six novels. Okay, so those are the three laws. Now let's go to that zeroth law. And the zeroth law is a robot may not harm humanity or by inaction allow humanity to come to harm. It comes about when smart robots realize that to do the three laws right, there really was an implied zeroth law and now that they had identified it, they should go after it. And so R. Daniel Oliveau, R's the prefix for robot in the robot series, he goes into hiding to implement the zeroth law. He's manipulating behind the scene and he reappears in the future in the Foundation series as Demersal. Okay, yeah, there was a spoiler alert in there somewhere, but the Apple series blows it up anyway, so sorry if I ruin anything for you. In the Apple series, Demersal is set up to be a character with continuity over the hundreds of years of the TV series plot, which is very clever. Except Danielle Demersal was male. Now, it's fine to shift the female. I'm a woman. I like seeing female characters in science fiction, but it does introduce kind of a sex bot vibe. I mean, does Cleon sleep with Demersal on the down low? Uh, and instead, what the books had introduced was that is it a, is she or isn't she secretly a backstabbing Machiavellian advisor vibe that really keeps you on your toes while you're reading the books to figure out what's going on? Uh, the biggest problem though with the Apple version is Demersal also violates the first law of robotics. She, she kills someone. Uh, now, Asimov films are like, uh, maybe this was a zeroth law where injuring one human is small potatoes compared to saving all of humanity. But Asimov was always so clever in his rating. Even when someone gets harmed or killed by a robot, it turns out that the victim wasn't human or the robot doing the injury wasn't really a robot or something. Asimov was so totally optimistic about robots and, and, and about robots being a force for good. So it's just really sad to see that 
Apple series portrays Demersal in such a way that you're either throwing out Asimov's laws or just being lazy. Or both. Or both. So should you watch Apple's Foundation? Probably. It's gorgeous and there are lots of interesting characters and situations. It's not silly like Lost in Space and it's certainly more coherent than Raised by Wolves. I mean, mother, just dating a baby, really? Just don't expect Asimov. Um, so should you read the Foundation books? Oh, definitely. Definitely you want to read the original trilogy. They just, you know, it just works. If you'd like to learn more about why the three laws don't work for real-world robotics, check out the links and articles that we posted on the roboticsthroughsciencefiction.com website. And yes, there are scientific articles on why they won't work. I co-authored one of them with Dr. David Woods, a cognitive engineer at Ohio State. And if you love Asimov's robots, check out my book, Learn AI and Human-Robot Interaction Through Asimov's iRobot Stories. Regardless, there's lots more to learn about real robots from the way they're portrayed in fiction. Just visit roboticsthroughsciencefiction.com for more links to podcast and blog posts.